Surprise, surprise, Gavin Newsom. Looks like he's going to survive the recall election. Last I checked, it was 67 to 35. Uh, this morning, it was 64 to 36. I call BS. 67-33, excuse me. Uh, I call BS, but hey, it's California. Nicki Minaj has become a conservative hero. Well, this week anyway. And rest in peace to one of the greatest comedians of my generation. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbass, Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, well, rest in peace, California. It looks like California is a lost cause. Gavin Newsom is going to retain his governorship by a landslide. Though the election has not been called and probably won't be for a month the way they've set up their elections, uh, Newsom is going to win probability between 60-40, Reality is, some news outlets were calling it last night. How they can figure out uh, who's won the election when the polls close at 7 p.m. and they're calling it by 8 p.m., I don't know. Well, you know, that's not true. I do. They cheated. Gavin Newsom, and he's hearing this crap already. He's already sitting. That's not right, really crap. Let me use the appropriate words. Hearing that this election was probably rigged, Gavin Newsom had a comment about it. Election fraud stuff is a crock. It's shameful. And it's shameful. And I say that, I mean that. As an American, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm disgusted by it. Stop grow up people. These people literally are vandalizing our democracy and trust in our institutions. I care too much about this nation. I care too much about this country. We're debating democracy in America right now. This big lie, this not, I mean, this insurrection, what the hell's wrong with these folks? Grow up. Accept the results. There's absolutely none. It's, I don't, it's embarrassing to even respond to that because it's a fantasy. They're making stuff up and it's hurting our country. Forget this election. Guys like me come and go. We are a dime a dozen politicians. Quite literally a dime a dozen. It's about our institutions. It's about this nation. It's about trust and confidence. It's about who we are. It's about citizens feeling empowered and that their voice matters. It's a hell of a thing. You know, there's nothing that convinces people that the election is valid and fair than calling those who don't believe the election might have been valid or fair like calling them immature children. People who believe in fantasies. Uh, I guess the ballot harvesting, mailed ballots, mail-in ballots, DMV registrations, people being marked as voted when they weren't, the problems they've had with the voting machines, mailed ballots being sent to people in other states, and people receiving two or more ballots is just being immature and we should just grow up and cut it out? By the way, all of that stuff happened. It has been recorded. We know it happened. Well, I'm going to remain immature and say that this was probably a corrupt election. But the problem I have is that if it was a corrupt election, it should have been been a lot closer. Maybe 55 to 45%. The fact is the election was a landslide. Tells me that California is lost. Apparently, the people of California don't care about high taxes, high cost of living, low standard of living. 
crime, hopelessness, drug problems, dirty streets, a housing crisis, $1 trillion in debt, in state debt, a failing education system, falling population, businesses leaving, forestry incompetence, crumbling infrastructure, droughts, and I do blame uh, I do blame Gavin Newsom for the droughts because we've got about a quadrillion gallons of water right off the coast, but they won't allow us to run uh, any anti-desalinization uh, plants off in the ocean, just like Israel does, just like Saudi Arabia does, just like a lot of different countries do because of the climate. Immigration crisis that supports our that is supported by sanctuary cities, brownouts, continued lockdowns, continued mask mandates, and Newsom's continued hypocrisy when it comes to how his edu his kids get educated and when he can wear a mask. The people of California just don't care. They're happy with Newsom. Um, they love the fact that he knows what pronouns to use with whatever. It's time to write this state off. There's no way it's going to change anytime soon. And I'll go a step further. It's just going to get worse. I think it's time for me. I know I'm going to do it. It's time to leave the state. Go find a real state and start living your life. Now, there's another story out there. Um, and this is freaking huge. Now, mind you, I was never even going to talk about any of this stuff today. But Bob Woodward, the writer of, for the Washington, a writer for the Washington Post, and a writer, the writer of the book "All the President's Men," which took down President Richard Nixon during Watergate, and another writer named Robert Costa, are releasing a book called "Peril." It has some rather serious charges in it. According to the book, General, General Mark Miley, the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staffs, might have been staging a coup against President Trump, and a military coup at that. Miley, worried about the president's abilities, uh, President Donald Trump's abilities, as early as October 30th, before the election, decided to call China a couple of times. He decided to call his counterpart, General Li Zhuzhang of the People's Liberation Army, that, and he told him the United States will not strike China while the president, while Trump is in office. One call took place on October 30th, 2020, four days before the election, and the other took place on January 8th, 2021. The first call was prompted by Miley's root view of intelligence suggesting that the Chinese believed the United States was preparing attack. So the United States wasn't preparing an attack, but the Chinese thought it could happen. So he called General Lee and he said, quote, General Lee, I want to ensure you that the American government is stable and everything will be okay. We are not going to attack or con conduct any kinetic operations against you. You know something? That's not his call. What if Trump was? And by the way, Trump is the only president since uh, president since Jimmy Carter who has not been involved in a war. So you're talking Reagan, the first Bush, 
the uh, Reagan, the first Bush, Clinton, the second Bush, Obama, and now Obama, and then Trump, and you're going to worry about war? Really? Miley went so far as to pledge. Um, Miley went so far as to pledge that he would alert his counterpart in the event of a U.S. attack. Uh, I'm sorry, that seems like that's treason? I Maybe I'm off. He said this, quote, General Lee, you and I have known each other for five years now. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. Wow. In his second call, placed to address Chinese fears about the events of January 6th, Lee was, wasn't as easily, he didn't, his mind wasn't changed as easily, but Miley said, we are 100% steady, everything's fine, but democracy can be sloppy at times. It's, I mean, democracy can be sloppy at times. So this guy obviously hates democracy, okay, he doesn't think anything of it. Now there are a few things here. Uh, we need to take this whole story with a grain of salt. That's why I really don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I just really don't think we know anything. This is from a book and in a couple of news articles. That being said, this is attacking a leftist, a liberal. And I would say Miley is more of a leftist. He believes in CRT and gay, or not gays in the military, transgenders in the military and things like that. I would say this is probably more accurate because whenever you have an attack on a right winger, uh, believe me, those attacks take hold and everyone talks about them for a year. This attack is actually on a lefty and it's not a good attack. So you can pretty much say this might have some teeth. And then you got to look at the media. I mean, well, we'll get to the media in a second. But in essence, if this is true, if Miley was talking about this, he was talking about this with others. There is no way that this was a secret that Woodward and Costa, Woodward and Costa would have known based on two secret phone calls. The question is, where'd they get this information? Could they be making it up? Absolutely. Though Woodward has got some credibility. Whether true or not, this needs to be investigated. Giving information to the enemy is treason or conspiracy to commit treason. He undermined a duly elected president. Don't forget, Miley is hired by a president. He's not actually voted in. This could be considered a coup attempt. And he didn't have to give any information to the Chinese. There are several different routes. If he didn't like what Trump was saying, there are several different routes he could have taken. Go to his superior. Go to Trump. Or just simply, no, I'm not going to do that. But he didn't. At best, I don't see how Miley doesn't resign. I don't see how he survives this. At worst... He should be thrown in prison and the key should be thrown away. Or here's something wild and crazy, hung from a yardarm like um, uh, traitors are. 
So again, I believe there's some truth to this, and one of the reasons I believe it is the media. I already explained that I, I Woodward and Woodward has no love for Trump. He is a liberal. He did crash out a, de- a Republican president. That was um, Nixon. But I don't know here. That's a big problem. So this needs to be investigated. I'm also intrigued by the response to this by the media. They're making Miley out to be a hero here. They're assuming he actually did that. He, they think he saved the United States from the tyranny and insanity of President Trump. They're actually pushing the narrative that Trump was going to start a war with China. Because the media is so into it, I think Republicans need to push it. And there needs to be an investigation. Yeah. By the way, Miley was accusing President Trump of trying to start a war with China. When President Trump hasn't started a war, was the first president since Jimmy Carter not to start a war. Jimmy Carter, 76 through 80. So this needs to be investigated. And we need to see. You know what's going to end up happening? I I can't lie. Nothing. Nothing is going to happen. Okay, the Democrats, even if there is something there, they're going to make Miley out to be a freaking hero. He's not, but they're going to make him out to be. All right, so we've got a battle of the intellects, intellectual giants going on. The Met Gala was on Saturday, as you know. We talked about AOC yesterday. And there was one person conspicuously absent, and that is rapper Nicki Minaj. Now, you may not know Nicki Minaj. I don't know her. I don't know her music. I just know she's a rapper, which means she cusses a lot. She talks about her butthole all the time. But outside of that, I really don't know much about Nicki Minaj. Um, but I do know the way she dresses, she would have fit right into the Met Gala. And I think she was actually there last year, but she didn't go. And she was asked why on Twitter. And she gave the following answer on Twitter. She said, quote, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. I'll be once I, I will be, I'll be, it'll be, it'll be. Once I feel I've done enough research, don't forget, this is not an intellectual giant. I'm actually reading this word for word. I'm working on that right now. In the meantime, my loves be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not the loose ones. Prayer emoji and heart emoji. Then she continued, and this one's a little more graphic. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. I mean, besides the rather descriptive antidote, there is really nothing weird here. The Met Gala wants her to be vaccinated. She, She's not ready to get the vaccine because she's fears the side effects, which, by the way, the CDC admits they're still testing. She wants to do a little more research. Meanwhile, she'll continue to wear a mask and make her decision later. I don't see a problem with that. And here's something. Oh, 
Here's something else, and this is not mentioned on a lot of podcasts. I'll mention it. The actual side effects that she's describing from her cousin's friend in Trinidad and Tobago happened to me. And nobody told me any of that. I just, I, I, I had those conditions. I was feeling really weird. I was worried. I called the doctor and they, you know what they told me? Yeah, those could ha- that could happen. You know, they give you a little pamphlet when you get these shots, and they... I actually called my dad, I told my, my fiancé, and they all said, yeah, you just got the shot. It's probably just side effects. You know what would have been cool in one of those pamphlets? And they actually tell you those side effects. Well, Joy Reid of MSNBC would have none of it, even if Nikki made sense. And she decided to just lay into Nikki because she would not follow the narrative that all black people need to follow in order to be black. So listen to this. People like Nicki Minaj, I have to say this. You have a platform, sister, that is 22 million followers. Okay, I have 2 million followers. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. You got that platform. It's it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you got that, that people listen to you and they listen to you more than listen to me. For you to use your platform to put people in the position of dying from a disease they don't have to die from. Oh, my God. As a fan, as a hip hop fan, as somebody who was your fan. I'm so sad that you did that. So sad that you did that, sister. Okay, first things first. I want to point out that Joy Reid's father was an engineer. Her mother was a college professor and she went to Harvard. Nikki Minaj never went to college. Her father was a crack addict. Her mother worked in payroll, died of breast cancer, and Nikki ended up going and living with a family, her aunt, with 15 children. And the most she accomplished before she started rapping was a job at Red Lobster. I'm pretty sure Reed and Minaj did not walk the same side of the street, the same side of the road. So Reed calling Minaj sister three times in that bit seems a bit disingenuous. Seems that Minaj thought the same thing. She had a couple of things to say to Reed on Twitter. The first thing she said was based on that comment she made on MSNBC. She actually watched it and then she reposted it on Twitter. The two white men sitting there nodding their heads because this Uncle Tommy, Tamiana doing the work child. How sad. Now, I don't know what that means. Uh, and Chili, work chili, I don't know. But essentially what she's saying is, hey, you're just doing what white people are telling you to do. Now, I, okay, we're going to get to that in just a second. And then she tweeted again, quote, This is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman by the request of the white man that you didn't bother to read all my tweets. My God, sister, do better. And she had sister in caps. I think she was making fun of Reed using the term sista. Imagine getting your dumb ass on TV a minute minute after a tweet to spread a false narrative about black women. 
So here's the thing. I, I, yeah, she's blaming the white man for Joy Reid doing her thing, but I think what she's, yeah, but you could just replace white man and say elites. Joy Reid is an elite. Well, t- technically, Nicki Minaj is an elite. But Nicki Minaj also has her own brain, and she's just sitting back. She never, and she's right, if you had read her tweets, she never said, don't get the vaccine. She just said, be careful, think about it, research it. You know, that's all she's doing. She's even telling you, wear a mask. She just isn't sure, you know, maybe. But Nicki Minaj goes uh, uh, further, and I got to be careful here. I can't use all of her language here. She actually posted another tweet where uh, Joy Reid actually posts one thing during the Trump administration where you couldn't trust the vaccine. Okay? Why would you trust the FDA under Trump? Why would you trust the vaccine under Trump? Which is ironic because now she's ripping Nicki Minaj for not trusting the vaccine under Biden. If Nicki Minaj didn't trust Trump with the vaccine, that would be fine. But now Biden's got it. You got to trust the vaccine. Why? Because the elite overlords are telling you you need to fix. And then just for fun, she posts something from Vox. Joy Reid controversy from homophobic blog posts to a hacking claim explained. In other words... Joy Reid, about 10 years ago, sat back and, and, and made some really homophobic requests and a, a homophobic statements. And then Joy Reid said she was hacked, which ended up being BS. No one's hacking something from 10 years ago. By the way, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it, the reality is she did do it. So don't, and she's basically saying, don't talk from your high perch. When you've said all this in the bat in the past, so she said. So Nikki said this: a lying homophobic C, and C is a black, um, a bad name for blacks. And you know, you know the uh, the little furry animals that are really cute with the masks on their thing. Well, take away the rack, and that's what she said. I guess I can join in reindeer games, right? Too. People can go through, go on TV and lie on me. I can report on them too, right? Doesn't have, doesn't have to be truths. It can be half truths. Uncle Tomiana asked, "Who on earth would trust the U.S. FDA guys?" And then she posted at, at Joy Reid. Um, the reality is that's the whole thing. These are all freaking hypocrites. So, and she's right. Hey, if you don't want to do this, if you do not want to take the vaccine, don't take the vaccine. And I agree with Nicki Minaj. I think, you know, hey, I'll take the vaccine. When I'm ready to take the vaccine, I don't trust the vaccine. I just want to do some, I want to do some research. But you can't have that with the left. The left wants you to do it. Period. Okay. I can't believe I just sat back. Next, I'm going to be defending Cardi B. Which, by the way, I have already. Because Cardi B once bitched and moaned about um, taxes. And then she did a uh, she did a thing with um, Bernie Sanders. So, you know, Cardi B's a real idiot. But, 
Nicki Minaj, no. I think she she worked hard and she got to where she wanted. Well, one of my favorite my last story today. One of my favorite comedians died yesterday, Norm MacDonald. He died of cancer. He'd been struggling for it with it with for more than nine years. Um, he didn't tell anybody about it. He started his career on Saturday Night Live and was known for his skits on Weekend Update. He was fired from Saturday Night Live because he said some things that they didn't appreciate. Throughout his career, his only concern was being funny. He was irreverent. He would make fun of cur- of things that happen, dire things that happen in current events, even if he could offend. Even if there was a possibility he might offend people, he didn't care. He was there to make people laugh. When he was told to stop by some hosts during his comedy specials because it was quote too soon end quote, he would just move on and make people laugh. Uh, this is one of my. I thought this was one of the funniest clips I ever saw. Here he is on The Daily Show talking about the crocodile hunter's death. That's Steve Irwin. And he was talking about it 10 days after Steve Irwin died. And he died of that um, of that stingray stinging his heart. It was completely inappropriate. But it was so funny. Even... Um, What's his name? Even uh, even the Daily Show host couldn't stop laughing, even though he told them, you know, you can't really say that. So let's listen to this. It's only about a minute 30, but it is so funny. I wanted to talk about the crocodile hunter, did you? Because I think... Yeah, yeah you're yeah, going to yeah, make yeah, him yeah. sad. Because I think, you know, it was, it was tragic yeah. at the time, but I think... <laughs> I don't know. People calling me, man, they're shocked. Oh, hey, you wouldn't believe it. Who got killed? The crocodile hunter. <laughs> don't, please don't make me laugh at this. This I mean, is not, this is like, not good He was do. 44 years old. I'm like, that's a ripe old age for a crocodile hunter. <laughs> that's not... You know who had to be pissed about it were the crocodiles, because uh, he got killed by some fruity fish. And, uh, so you know, you know the crocodiles were like, "Hey man, that crocodile hunter got killed. Who did it, Frank?" Uh, uh, you don't even want to know, man. Please, please don't do this anymore. This, this is no, not- Bill, man, you had a chance once. The guy go, man, I had a chance. I had that mother. He was, he was Tommy with a stick. I could have eat him and his kid. Uh, I don't feel good about this. You remember I ever tell you that story, Bill? Yeah, only a thousand times. That's for the kids. He was great. He didn't care about what people thought. And when he was faced with cancel culture, because you know, listening to that, he was faced with cancel culture. He just waved them off and kept going. I think we know why he didn't give a damn about cancel culture if he spent nine years fighting cancer. Getting yelled at by some basement dweller on Twitter doesn't seem like a big thing when you're facing your own mortality. What is really something is he didn't tell anyone about his cancer. He just continued on. Not looking for any attention, 
not looking for any victim splaining or any of that crap. He just kind of, uh, and there's rumors, there's reports, he actually hid it from his family. He just wanted to make people laugh. He was selfless. For me, he's an example of a hero. If you want to laugh, there are hours of his comedy routines on YouTube. Rest in peace, Norm. You will be missed. And you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.